The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This is, I guess, the emptying of the clip episode of Odds and End Zones. We didn't know if we were going to record or not today, Zoe and myself. I'm Seamus Clancy here on the BGN Radio Network. Recording at 3.26 Friday afternoon. You've been on Twitter at all today. You've seen anything. You know there's been so much calamity in the NFL right now about moving games because of COVID breakouts on several different teams today. Over the last week or so, I think going into last night, Washington would have had 18, 21 players or something like that on the COVID reserve list. I think Washington had 42 or or around that number of players on their active roster that would have been able to play Sunday. Eagles were scheduled to play originally home on Sunday at 1 p.m. Now, just a few short minutes ago, NFL goes out and says the Eagles are now playing not Monday night, but Tuesday night at 7 p.m. So what's your first thought? Philly gets screwed over. I think that's everyone's first thought. And because the reality, it is. This isn't the Eagles' Eagles fault. Over the last two seasons – it seems like the Eagles have been one of the teams that have been best able to prevent these types of breakouts. You have a team like Washington who does this, who is a team that obviously everyone in the, the football world kind of hates because of how, you know, you have the name controversy. You have all the disgusting stuff that's gone on with the ownership in front office over the last, you know, the last two decades, yep. really, since right. Daniel Snyder took over. And yep. it's because of a guy like Montez Sweat, who obviously there's players all around sports who are responsible for breakouts, but someone who's so vehemently anti-vax essentially becomes their patient zero in that locker room in that building now has this domino effect where it's going to mess up the eagle it could it could it's not going to mess with the eagles potential ability to make the postseason and my my thing is uh, once again philly gets philly gets the short end of the stick right um there was no bang bang action there was no you know birds are going to play tuesday and as a result, Bird Giants, it's now Christmas weekend, is now moved to Monday night. Um, it, from all intents and purposes, for what, for what we both read, five minutes before we hopped on, Eagles Giants is still scheduled to happen next Sunday. Um, so that gives you, so let's think about it for a second. Um, so Tuesday night, night, 7 p.m., right? Game's over at 10 o'clock. That means. You got to go straight from end of game right into preparation, right into recovery. So you don't even get that that day off. Like you, and you're going right into testing. By the way, remember they, yeah. you're still you're still in the middle. And of, you're playing with these people in this right. environment that have had a bunch of these positive right. tests too. Because right. again, we're saying the Eagles have been a team that's been 
great at preventing these types of outbreaks over the last two seasons, but they're going to be going to be go mingling and tackling and going on top of each other for three hours Tuesday night. Three hours. And then you're going right from that to turn right around Wednesday. Wednesday's your walkthrough. Thursday, you may have pads on. And then Friday's your Friday's your last walkthrough. And you got to get ready to play a game on Sunday. It's absolutely nuts. And you think about, again, think about the bird side of things. Your starting quarterback is still on one leg. You know what I mean? It's like, what if he plays Tuesday and he's gimpy again? Yeah. He's only got three days. They're preparing to play in less than 48 hours. That's yep. how it's been their whole week. They're yep. prepared to play that day. Yep. Yep. And I, I don't think I, I don't think there's been enough said about how that affects them, regardless of being the home team or not. They've been preparing to play all this week. Their schedule has been Sunday game time. Like that's it. Now you're saying Sunday. It's not like, oh, they got two more days of rest. That's not two more days of rest. That's one more day of stenuous COVID testing and one more day of meetings and walkthrough. That's not rest. They're not resting. Like it, it doesn't work that way. I think, and obviously we're kind of give that fan perspective. That's our niche. And the idea that a Tuesday night game at seven o'clock, we are wiping out mm-hmm. home field advantage, mm-hmm. wiping out mm-hmm. Jeff's situation. And I'm sure teams across the entire NFL fan base has noticed this. Oh yeah. The worst crowd you could have for a home game, 8 PM Thursday game. Yeah. Just because it's so hard with work. So hard. Yeah. Sometimes Monday is a little bit easier because sometimes people take off that yeah. Monday yeah. or something like that. Or it's, you know, 815, 820, whatever. Yeah. So you're taking away a Sunday one o'clock game, which is the easiest game in the world to make for a fan traveling to a game. And also you have people who bought tickets for this game for this game months ago, preparing to go there. What if you're from out of town? You're an Eagles fan who moved to North Carolina for work. Your flight's in here this day, X day, Y day, out of here. They're playing Tuesday night. You think Goodell is going to refund everyone's tickets? Or what if it was an early Christmas gift? Like you said, what if what if yes. it was an early Christmas gift for millions of you know dads, brothers, mothers, sisters around the Delaware Valley, and now you get the news less than forty eight hours now that the games are even being played that day? Yeah, and you have a situation where not only are the eight o'clock games bad for a weekday. You're doing a seven o'clock game. Do you remember in the 2018 yep. Eastern Conference semifinals, game four in Philadelphia started at six o'clock, six o'clock. a six it o'clock Tuesday night playoff game. Yeah. That crowd was outrageous. I had to give them my ticket because I was still working at nine to five. Then yeah. I couldn't make the game. Yeah. Now I have a situation. It's Tuesday night, a seven o'clock game. People don't go to a Phillies game. That's like a, <laughs> you're going to have a Phillies game crowd out there. Seven also, o'clock on a Tuesday, and then you also situation you're saying like people make plans to come here for this specific day. You're having people like I fly out, I'm going out of town that next morning. That right. Like if they move right. the game, if I was going out on that Tuesday because I'm because I plan my schedule and everything around the right. Eagles. If that right. game, if I was flying out on Tuesday, I'm missing the game. You're missing. You the have game. all these different variables that are taking out. I know, like we joke, their Eagles are getting screwed over all those things, but the Eagles have been again one of the teams that are best at this. Washington a dumpster fire organization top to bottom for two decades does this just as both of these teams are in the wild card hunt for the same last spot in the NFC. Oh, and they have to play again in two weeks. 
Yeah, the Eagles are going to have three divisional games yeah. in 13 days. And I guess Washington does too. So you're saying like, well, it's even because they play twice in this set and they each have a different – they each play someone else on Sunday. But it's not the Eagles' fault that this it's is not our fault. It's yeah. Washington deserves to have three games in 13 days because it's their fault. Also, you know, back to your point about the fan perspective because we are fans first. It's Tuesday night during a holiday week. So now you're asking me to give up one night of holiday shopping, one night of whatever for, for four hours down at the link. And like, which I'm sure some, a lot of people were mind doing if they had time to plan, no one had time to plan for a Tuesday night football game. It's the busiest week of the year of for the everyone. Year. I know year. not everyone practices like uh, celebrates or right. practicing for this for religious reasons, but it's obviously in our country. Inevitably, the most popular, biggest, biggest holiday. We have, we have a Christmas, we have a weekend Christmas, which like feels that's like a whole wrench itself. I was just gonna say that's a whole break in itself. So like next week is gonna be so incredibly busy for everyone in terms of you know retailers and going here and going there and like I I just don't you just can't do this. I mean you're doing it, but like it's not it, it's it's. There's no other outlook right now other than the Eagles are getting screwed because someone's looking out for Wash team. Well, we know who that someone is, but someone's looking out for them. Uh, I saw someone say that uh, – I'm not going to take credit for it. There is a Clint Epstein relationship between Lori <laughs> – or not Lori, I'm sorry, Daniel Snyder and Goodell. Yeah, I know, I know who it was. Well, we can shout him out later. We, yeah, I don't know if we should shout him out or not. So I don't I'm think we can. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't think, think we can say that. I'll, I will I'll, respect I'll if they're listening. That, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> and it's it's it bothers me because it's Washington too. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's and we have different feelings. Like obviously, oh, I hate Dallas. I do the whole Dallas week thing. Washington is is so much more reprehensible on so many different yeah. levels. If it was the Titans, I wouldn't care. Like if it was a, if it was like the Titans or the Rams, non-conference like, game. This is a divisional game. Yeah, and a team like whoever wins this game. You're getting knocked. You're knocking one of the other guys out of the playoff race, essentially. Yep. And and I think the the other part, right, to remember is it comes on the hills of a week where we found out earlier, um, early on, that Daniel Snyder like tried to basically submarine the um, investigation into into their business practices. Correct. So, like they, it came out of this week how big a dirt ball that that organization continues to be. And three days later, they get a, a absolute mulligan because of their players being um, just totally disrespectful toward the, the COVID policy. Like I don't, they just continue to catch break after break. Unfortunately. It seems whenever Washington has a real world serious issue off the football field, something else happens mm -hmm. to take away that mm -hmm. I think back to, and it's really disrespectful to his family and his legacy, they were going through one of those, you know, getting sued business practices, yeah. abuser type things yeah. earlier this season, three days before time. Hey, we're, we're retiring Sean Taylor's number on Sunday. <laughs> First of all, his number should have been retired years ago. Years ago. Second of all, that's a disservice to his legacy, who he left as a person, his family, that you're using him as a cover-up, as a panacea, that uh, flexial <laughs> meme smacking on the, the overflowing uh, water tank. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> the news the news comes out and then that Friday, oh, 
we're going to retire Chantel's number this weekend. Oh, I'm sure it was totally, oh, yeah, it was totally planned beforehand. Oh. We were planning, and Schefter, whoever tweets out the mouthpiece, oh, the, they were planning this the entire right. time. They were planning this the entire time. Why weren't they hoping, hyping it up for the last six weeks? Yeah, don't don't trip carrying that water, Schefter. Yeah. That, uh, what is it, like a uh, Fantasia, Mickey yes. Mouse carrying the water gift? Yes, That's a good totally one. Fantasia. <laughs> uh, and I had so many stuff, uh, so much stuff written down about gambling and like lines. Like I did some, I did like yeah. my actual homework for this week. I got the Eagles. Well, yesterday they were minus seven. Yeah. They were up to, I think, minus 10 and a half today. And I'm sure they are completely off the board as They're of this writing, line, right? Yeah. And what's the line going to settle on? I mean, I don't right. even know what the thing of this. Even like going this week, I'm like, the Eagles are going to smack them because of all these yeah. different things. Like let's hop on there. And because it could only get worse and it did get worse. Then the NFL steps in and it's right. the well, whammy it's on funny that. Because when Heineke got it, that's when the line um, jumped right to 10. And then as soon as it jumped to 10, a lot of people were just like, I'm not touching that. Or like, I wouldn't touch that. You know, and like, I was looking at it and I was like, mm, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure I would touch that. But that's literally when the talk, the rumbling started coming out that, you know, it was going to get postponed. But yeah, as soon as, as soon as he, as soon as he got added to the list, it all of a sudden jumped to 10. And I was like, and now, yeah, like you, if you search it um, now, I don't even think they're on there. Like they're not even on the board anymore. So like, who knows what two days are going to look like, honestly, because I'm, I'm sure, I mean, we have, I'm sure their players are going to get tested like tomorrow and probably Sunday and Monday. So we we essentially might not find out who the Eagles are playing against until Tuesday morning. Yeah, I, I was ready to have the Hertz or Minshew or Jordan Howard prop bets going. Like know, usually do. That's out the window. I like, got them in a five-team teaser. I got them – I teased them from minus seven to minus one. Right. I'm not sure. I mean, FanDuel and DraftKings, they're great about this stuff. Yeah. But I could see that yeah. that, that being voided. Because I don't, I don't, I don't know. Because it's a different day. It's not even just like stuff, because yeah. players are changing. It's a different day completely. I don't know yep. how that works. Yep. So, so if you, so you know, to our listeners, um, everybody's weird. This is a weird week. We're recording this um, on Friday. Yeah, late Friday afternoon. Late Friday afternoon, as we just got the news that um, the Eagles Washington game is going to be moved to Tuesday night. Um, so we, so we honestly. <laughs> ironically did our homework um this week and now it's probably all going to be moot because i don't even think vegas wants to touch it <laughs> the league could fold by the time you're listening to this podcast yeah. i know we have a couple people watching i usually i put these video on private um then we like i'll post it when the yeah. podcast actually goes up so i just i was rushing today because i have a christmas party after this yeah, yeah everything's so hectic and i just so people are watching now <laughs> so i appreciate people watching now you can always find our videos on youtube uh the bgn YouTube page, our channel, you can subscribe to that. I always put the link of that uh, yeah. in our podcast description for these episodes as well as from the bleachers. So be sure to check us out on there. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. 
It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Had a couple other notes we could run through because they're not Eagles dependent, just quick stuff so people can get this good info. I saw DraftKings is doing a uh, a little promo. You have to make sure you, whenever you see these promos, not just specifically for this one, not just see it, but make sure you opt in too. Again, we're not experts. We just want to make sure people know what they're doing. Like, because that's probably happened to us at different points in time. You're you're in on this bonus offer. Make sure you opt in and click through there. But I saw DraftKings is doing uh, for any NFL four plus leg single game parlay bet this weekend. If just one of your bet, uh, misses if you just have one miss exactly one miss uh, you get a free bet later on well, I love that it's a good thing to keep in your back pocket because you have your Sunday free to watch every game you're going to have red zone on one TV <laughs> the other team it's going to be a stress free Sunday like, I'm thinking I'm going like I'm planning my weekend I'm like man I'm going here tonight right. there tomorrow night going to be going to the lot Sunday morning I don't, I don't know That's how- what, also the Flyers play at 7 o'clock <clears throat> at the Wells Fargo Center on That's, Tuesday night, disaster. That's, <laughs> it's gonna be such a mess, dude. And it's funny because I was we're doing the same thing. We were like, all right, so like Saturday we'll take the kids to see you know Miracle on Thirty Third Street, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know Thirty Fourth Street, excuse me, the lights and all that stuff. And then we'll take them to we're gonna take them down to Christmas Village downtown. Like we're like we'll do all that Saturday. Because Sunday, like we're, like we're just going to be on the couch. Like, it's the big game of the year. We're just going to be on the couch Sunday. And now, like, we're like, you know, I'm texting back and forth with my, with my parents. And they're like, oh, I guess we can switch it up now if we want to. So I'm like, yeah, I yeah. guess. Um, you have people like you kid, picking up your kids from daycare, this, school, whatever, rushing on a Tuesday night to get home and to watch really? the game. Because we're talking about, like, concrete stuff with home field advantage and, like, the intensity and the, and the stadium and all. What affects the little guys and, and just the casual viewer – you know, this is going to be probably one of their the yeah. worst uh, viewed or least viewed Eagles game all season, unless they you know, are completely you know, out of it in week eighteen or whatever. Listen, you know, you know my schedule. Seven p.m. is could not be worse. I missed the first quarter of Sixers games, and I'll probably miss at least the first quarter, maybe more into the second of this game because that's yeah. that's prime bedtime for like. If you have a, if you have a toddler or or an infant, any kid under five, you're 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 screwed. Anything under five, that's prime bedtime. When they're five and up, you can just tell them, all right, bedtime. Be like, hop in, you know, good night. I'll see you in the morning. Under that, it's like you have to, you know, you're prepping them for it. So like, that's a that's a really good point. There's a lot of parents who are going through the same thing. Like that's just a a prime time where you might not get the viewership you want literally until halftime, until after halftime. Like, so God God forbid. It's a blowout going into either way going into halftime. I hope the Eagles players are so, so angry. We have some social media posts, and I'm going to read those off too, that they go out there, regardless if it's Taylor Heineke, whether it's uh, LaSalle College High School graduate Kyle Shermer at quarterback, whether it's Gilbert Godfrey at quarterback, (laughs) go out there and smash the crap out of them on both sides of the ball. Rush for have a Navy offense. Yep. Throw the ball eight times. Rush for two hundred and sixty-seven yards. 
and went 33 to seven Just and embarrassed them, embarrassed them for trying to embarrass you in your own stadium. Literally make them tap out, like submit them, like make it so they literally don't even want to come back on the field again. Carl Anthony Town style. We have Rodney McLeod. Slay's been going off, so I had to read Slay's yeah, so, whole timeline. But I did bookmark one uh, Rodney McLeod tweet. He says, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl hero, had that unbelievable tackle, if you remember that, like, karate Un- chop tackle. Unbelievable karate chop tackle. Thank you, Rodney. The team's cap, like, the, the leader of the defense. Yeah, for sure. Leader of the defense. So we have to suffer and compromise our schedule because of another team's mistake. Make it make sense, SMH. <laughs> I mean, is he wrong? <laughs> Slay could have had seven tweets since the last time before yeah. this, this, this podcast started. So, all right. So, oh, and then he's retweeting stuff from players that are on the other teams because oh, yeah. who are the other teams? Like the Rams, Seahawks games affected. Seahawks, uh, Browns, yeah. Raiders. So, if you're a Raiders fan or Raiders player, they're supposed to play Saturday night. Yeah. That game's Monday night. And the, the Browns play on Christmas Day, the next Saturday, Christmas too. So Slay saying, damn, I thought the team would have to forfeit. Obviously, team in Washington. Right. This is crazy, like SMH emoji, whatever. And then he retweets Casey Hayward, who plays on the Raiders. Yep. Real BS. Obviously, doesn't say BS. They should. They said before the season they would not reschedule. You have Damian Woody, former uh, unfortunate Super Bowl champion, played against the Eagles. Uh, I thought the league said it wasn't changing games this season because of the vaccines. You have Slay retweeting KJ Wright. <laughs> Uh, another play on the Raiders. I pay my player dues just to get lied to when the rules bent at the NFL and NFL Players Association. Players Association, disaster right now. Disaster. It was the other way around. I swear we would be playing tomorrow. And then Slay, 51 minutes ago, says, that's crazy. We play Tuesday night, then turn right around and play Sunday. No days off. You know, shrug emoji. Yeah. Double up on massages this week. I mean, no comment there. I, I, okay. I, don't, I, don't, want, I don't want to get into anything massage-related NFL players. So I'm not saying that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah. That's just what he said. That's just what he said. Yeah. That's just what he said. Um, taking a little taken aback, but that's what he said. I I I think that there's. I, I think also the players. The players know, right? You know your boss. The players knew. I think in the back of their minds that they weren't. They were never going to cancel games. No. Um, and, and, but I'm and, glad they're saying that. So that's the thing, right? I'm glad that they're saying it. It's more specifically in the NFL. I fight the. We talked about this before that. NFL Players Association is a is a disaster. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's, it's the, the worst players association. It's an absolute mess, man. It's a it's a mess. Like, and you look at theirs as compared to like the NBA's, and like the NBA got a meeting with Adam Silver last night. Like the players got their meeting last night, and and these guys have to at the Twitter account to even probably get recognition about it. Like, it's just two different worlds, and like, I really wish NFL players were more empowered to. To, to, to make themselves heard in situations like this because they're all right. It's a player safety issue. It's a it's a issue. It's a mental and physical health issue. And, and I just don't think that a league that claims to promote it and put more of an emphasis on it is really being serious in cases like this. It just isn't. For a league that has non-guaranteed contracts, MLB and M- NBA aren't like that. Nope. And who has exponentially not even close the least safe league and saying least safe yeah. is, is kind of underselling it. It's underselling, the most yeah. dangerous sport to play where not only could you not be able to really play with your kids seven years down the line after you just play, you play two years, you're on a, you're on the practice squad one year, you get cut in training camp the next year. 
Your body's never right again. Right. You have guys who really are putting their lives at risk because you see what's happened over the last 30 years in players' death, and not only not in old age, but yep. guys passing away in their 40s and 50s. And then the Players Association acts like this. It's a safety issue for players. And yep. we're talking about like saying, like, oh, we want them to forfeit. Yeah, I want them to forfeit because I want the Eagles to win. Right. I mean, that's obvious. That's that's part of the joke. That's part of the that's the joke, right? Yes. Right. But you're also putting Eagles players at risk. Yeah. Who've been, again, I said this a couple of times, have been really, really good. They've been preventing these breakouts. And they're going to this. I know that these players that are going to be there have tested negative and all those things, but this is a, a situation where maybe they aren't going to be testing positive yet and all right. those types of things. Not we're not not only we're not gambling experts. Uh, we are also not scientists. We're not right. We're not epidemiologists. <laughs> we're not any of that stuff. So like we we don't we don't know. All we know is they they say outside of these twenty two players, everyone's tested negative. But again, tomorrow could be a different thing. And then and then again, what happens Monday? What happens Monday if instead of ten guys getting taken off the list, twelve guys get added? <laughs> like to like. It's a mess. Yeah, do you mean like what happens Monday? <laughs> exactly. Like, what if the entire team is off on Monday? <laughs> like, it's it's a it's a total it's a joke, and I really really wish that uh, you know one of these years the NFL players had someone in in that in that organization who spoke up for them because their their players union right now is just a, a joke. We're getting close to NFL uh, second game of back to back performances. We're gonna have NFL double headers baseball style. <laughs> In 2026, oh. when Red, Roger Goodell steps down as commissioner and then becomes uh, the president of the Players Association, president. Of, oh man, that's gonna be tough. <laughs> Where's our? Is Troy Vincent still up there? He's he's NFL guy. He was the uh, yeah, he, I think he was the he. Do we consider him a sellout because he was the player president of the Players Association and now works for the Shield? I get that he's still involved, but it, it is a little, <laughs> a little. A little I won't I won't call him a sellout because the the bag was probably phenomenal. Um, yeah, if. if and he's obviously someone who probably has strong relationships yeah. with both yeah. sides. And theoretically, he could have went over and said, hey, guys, I know not like he's a, being serious, like a double agent, but a guy yeah. saying, hey, I know what these these people want. Yeah. I've been there. I've been them. Exactly. Let me go work on the other side and we'll broke, we're, you know, build a bridge, so to speak. And, and I think that he probably did that in good faith. He was probably like, yo, I, I'm a former player. It would be nice to have a former player in that capacity. Yeah. Um, because I I also think that the the assumption is that there's a lot of player influence in those positions, and it really isn't. A lot of people in that make those calls aren't former players. Roger Goodell no. is not a former player. Like if you look at a lot of these jobs, people get it from coming in on the ground floor and just you know working their way to the top, or more than likely, which is the most popular issue is someone likes you. You 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 attach to someone powerful who likes you and you get you know you, you you get to to ride ride that ride to the top with them so like there is not really an opportunity for a former player to be like hey like i want to advocate for player health issues like how do i get into the players union and in a leadership position and like and and to be taken serious that's the second part so i, I think that there's there's definitely a need for that influence do you think adam silver could have balled in the pros no <laughs> he kind of had a TJ McConnell esque career. <laughs> you know what? He's Caruso. He's actually like a. We're getting into the multiverse Marvel. He's a time displaced Alex Caruso. He is like yeah. He's like a Terminator style. They put Alex Caruso back in time. Old Alex Caruso <laughs> the, to um, save the NBA COVID situation. 
he's the third generation Caruso. He's like the, <laughs> the third multiverse Caruso. Uh, I had a, there's only one Saturday game now. I wanted to talk about Colts Patriots. Obviously that has some juice for Philadelphia yeah. on several levels. Obviously Carson Wentz used to play that or used to play yep. in Philadelphia plays the quarterback for there. Now we, we always get amped for the Patriots because everyone hates the Patriots. Thanks, Patriots. And then the juiciness too is the Eagles own that pick, yep. uh, that first round pick, or could be a second round pick, second round but pick. it looks like, again, no sabermetrician over here, but looking at that Wentz snap count tracker account, great account. I don't know who runs it, but hats off to whoever that is. Uh, it looks like if he plays a full game on Sunday, that should clinch that 75% yeah. threshold. You the Eagles give that, get that first round pick in return for Indianapolis. Uh, Colts are at home, so that's part yeah. of it. The Colts, uh, as of saying this, are two-and-a-half-point favorites, which really took me aback the way New England has been playing. I don't I, I don't think people – I don't think enough people buy into their, their offense, that that vaunted uh, Mac Jones offense. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, they won a football game two weeks ago throwing the football three times. So I think that – I think enough. Nick Sirianni people, wishes that could be him. <laughs> enough. I think enough people are probably like, if the Colts defense, which isn't too shabby, if they yeah. if they come to play, um, they could do some things. Which I believe. I, I think I do think that a lot of people believe in that Colts defense, especially um, they'll be in, in a playoff setting. They would they could certainly do some damage. I'm not sure if they could hold up, you know, throughout the entire game, but it might be enough to give Mac Jones some issues. Who would you rather bet on in a primetime nationally televised game? I'm looking at my notes right here. Bill Belichick or Carson Wentz? Belichick. <laughs> yeah, I took them uh, plus two and a half. Uh, I wouldn't hate it taking that, but right. I ended up tucking them uh, adjusted line plus three yeah. and a half. We always talk about well, yeah. plus three and a half is always where you're trying to get that if you're yeah. you're betting on an underdog there. And in that five-team teaser I talked about with earlier with the birds, I teased them from uh, plus two and a half to plus eight and a half. Which I think yeah. is, is great. I just in in specifically specifically in that matchup, but also in general, I find it's tough to to bet against Belichick because he <laughs> he always finds a way to to snake it out, dude. I, I don't know how he does it. I don't want to know what kind of magic that is, but he always finds a way. They have a fierce front seven, New England. And I think they're going to stack the box. Jonathan Taylor. Um, people talk about MVP. Uh, yeah. To me. A, a non-quarterback can never be MVP because it's inherently can't be the most valuable player by any de- definition, whether, you know, the true, true sense of value, whether it's the best player, the best player is always a quarterback. But I think offensive player of the year should be revamped oh, yeah. as the best skill position player yeah. award. And he's unquestionably that this season. Cooper Cup uh, having an historic season of his own, but that's how good Jonathan Taylor has been. Yeah. I think Belichick will sell out on the run, say Jonathan Taylor isn't going to do anything tonight. We are going to make Carson Wentz beat us in a huge game. Yeah, and you know Cooper Cup comes to mind. I know Debo's having a great season. Um, Such a un- if there's a unique player award, Debo, yeah. one of the most unique players I've ever. That's, I like that, um, and he's he's certainly unique, and he certainly does. I mean that he's really the whole offense, which is which is amazing. Um, but yeah, I don't think anyone is touching Jonathan Taylor right now, man. He does everything he does, and the way he does it, it's it's incredible. His 18 touchdowns through 13 games. I was looking at this because I wrote about it uh, tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to have to rip up my newsletter for tomorrow. If you like my <laughs> podcast tweets writing, check out my newsletter from Broadstreet with Love Newsletter, patreon.com backslash Jameis Andrew Clancy. I looked, there had been uh, 62 player seasons. So not 62 players who've done it, 
at 62 seasons yep. where players have scored at least 18 touchdowns. And look at the math. Taylor's on pace to have about 24 touchdowns. Insane. And I know it's a 17-game season, but there have only been, uh, you know, he would be the eighth. It would be the eighth time someone had 24 touchdowns. It's Absolutely nice, man. Priest Absolutely. did it twice. Yeah. Uh, LT did it. Falk did it in 14 games. Marshall Falk. Uh, John Riggins, old Washington, I guess running back, fullback, halfback, whatever they're saying it, yeah. in 1983. The only white boy on the list uh, did it in 14 games as well. But they're all 16 game a season, but they were doing it in 14 games. So, really, historic season. And he's going to do it in, um, you know, less than the 17 games. But another thing, just that body, uh, I wouldn't bet on him to do it again because. We just yeah, I don't know if you're, he's guaranteed the one-one pick in fantasy next year. Yeah, he might be. Like, he might be, and I might be. That's a tough pill to swallow. But man, I mean, he's it's taking a toll, obviously. So I, I'm not quite sure. I would, like I said, I'm not quite sure. I, he's my one-one next year, but this year he's he's everything you you want you wanted him to be, um, and his body is holding up incredibly. Have you watched any of their hard knocks? I was planning on watching it, and then they started playing well, and I was like, it's not going to be fun if they're playing well. There's no you know what? I, I, aspect. I, I did think they were going to suck, but this, since they went on that little streak, I was like, mm, there's no reason to turn it on. Like, and we I like hard it. knocks in August because, oh, we, we're starved. We're, we're down bad sims for NFL content, so I'll watch anything. And in the middle of the season, it's like, yeah. there's games on three nights a week. There's college. There's pro hoops. There's sixers. Yeah. I can I watch, like, any, yeah. watch NFL Network for three hours, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did hear that. Um, oh, 14 minutes ago. Sorry to cut you off. Washington put two more players on the COVID list, including former Eagle and I guess Super Bowl champion Wendell Smallwood. Though I don't think yeah, he played, was active in that game. It's 24. Before. For anybody keeping count, 24 people on the COVID list. They're going to have. They're not going to have 22 players. No. On Tuesday. No, they're going to. They're going to have guys playing uh, a Catholic League Iron Man ball. <laughs> 60. The return of the 60 minute man. That's going to be such an ugly football game. I know. I feel like we said this so many times this year, but if you are not a fan of either of these teams, I, I, we, we, I highly recommend you. You just don't. You don't tune in. Like it's going to be, man. It is not going to be one for the football purists. That's for sure. And like, yeah, it, it's just, um, it, it's going to be ugly. But the the other interesting thing, right? And again, we're not scientists, but you know, that's a. Exactly what we thought would happen it has already happened in the 15 minutes we've been on here. So, and it's only Friday. We still have two more days of testing to find out just how bad this actually is. I'm looking at the other games that got moved around the times. The games on Tuesday, they're both on Fox yes. at seven o'clock. So, does it just get split by the country? Is that game only shown in the local markets? I don't know how that works. And oh, yeah. one of them, I'm not going to get mad about LA fans because Southern yeah. California sports fandom is it. Is, isn't really doesn't exist, which is yeah. fun if you're a hardcore fan, whatever. But that's a Seahawks Rams game at 7 p.m. Eastern time. That game's 4 p.m. kickoff. 4 p.m. there. That's People insane. It's dude. It's 80 degrees in, during in December in LA. People are gonna be at the beach. Like it's nuts. Why would Why wouldn't you put that game at 10 o'clock and show them yeah. both nationally? Just say it's a it's a seven o'clock start and and there and it's seven o'clock both yeah. places. Seven o'clock literally ten o'clock. 10 p.m. Eastern on our time. They used we're to do that for the Monday up. night doubleheader in week one on ESPN. We're going to already be up. like. <laughs> yeah, that's what – I mean, Monday is Raiders-Browns at 5 p.m. And it's at it's at Cleveland, so Bra- Browns fans can't complain. Browns fans, right. 
because they're the ones that have caused the situation. They caused it, right? Yeah. But a Raiders fan, if they're from California, Oakland, you know that's a, what a three o'clock game. That's a three o'clock game, yeah. That's and then if you're in Vegas too, if you're now a Vegas Raiders fan, Ugh. that's also a three o'clock game. A three o'clock game, yeah, man. It's tough. So I'm a big geography guy. <laughs> it's tough sledding, man. It, it's no one was done any favors outside of Washington. Out of all four of these teams. Yeah, and then uh Elliot Shore Parks had a tweet. I, I want to read it off because it, it is pertinent to the Eagles based off some of these uh postponements. Uh ESP says this uh from WIP ESP. Uh, another way this impacts the Eagles talking about all the games that have been changed. He says Rams game being rescheduled to Tuesday now means Minnesota gets to play them on a short week. So Minnesota wow. plays on Monday night. Right. And they were going to have the shorter of the weeks. Right. But now they have a longer week than Los Angeles, who's playing on Tuesday. He's playing on Tuesday. And, and the Vikings are currently, though they have this, there's a handful of teams that have a six and seven record right now. Right. Uh, Vikings are the first team out right now because over the Eagles. So Washington seven seed, they're currently the third yep. wildcard team in the playoffs right now. Uh, you have the eight seed Vikings who are ahead of the Eagles based on winning percentage in common games currently. Yeah. And then you have the Eagles ninth there. So if we went out, that doesn't actually mean they're going to go to the playoffs because yeah. Minnesota could theoretically win out and get in and over. And that, that, just, that screws them. That's a testament to the handle your business, right? Is, yes. You know, we could win out and still not even be able to sniff the playoffs. So there's a lot of work to be done on Iron, a lot of work that needs, a lot of things need to need happen. Need some help. Still need help. Yeah, still, still you know, need you help. Got to win out. need help. So, like, pipe dream of all pipe dreams, but it, it doesn't, it certainly doesn't help that. The, the teams that we're vying with are getting are getting help more help than us, apparently. Monday night, I was I was really amped because again the Vikings play on Monday night football this week. I was really excited for it to have go to the Eagles game on Sunday, yeah. have them win, come home Monday. Great double TV setup. Yeah. You got Sixers, Celtics on one TV. Yeah, Vikings, Bears on their TV. Rooting for the Vikings to lose that game so the yeah. Eagles, bam. Going in next week, there are currently slated to be in the playoffs. Yeah, nothing's ever easy, man. And in 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 our world of 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 being, you know, fringe playoff teams, it, it was which it was like lot. they should have just won more games throughout the year. That's that's obviously a thing too. We can't cry wolf too too much, but it is what it is right now. Yeah, things aren't looking good. Uh, aren't working out in their favor. Might be a better way. Yeah, it's not, and it's unfortunately, like you said, like. We keep we keep saying that, you know the what ifs of the world are you know what if they win that Niners game you know what if they don't I mean th- there's there's a laundry list of what ifs the what Giants game Giants game Niners game what if they don't come out flat against Dallas you know what I mean like now you know now you need some help you know like we said and, and you don't need you're not short of a lot you need a lot of help. Um, so we can, we can, you know, we're, we're crying wolf, but also we should be looking at ourselves in the mirror really hard and saying, you know what, if we don't make it, it's, it's partially our fault. I open up the blinds when I do the podcast because I have poor natural light in this area and a guy just walked by and is like staring at me because I have the ring light up too, thinking like, who the hell is this guy doing this? <laughs> like, obviously not a, uh, this isn't an only fans video or something like that. He thinks you're um you're a men's fashion over uh, influencer, dude. 
I broke out the Supreme hat for the first time ever on a video podcast. See? Thinking I was going to be all out wearing it to the Christmas party night. I'll put the Supreme hat on. And then they do this to me, the NFL. You know, at least the party tonight. So you can you'll be able to properly get rid of your sorrows for one night. I was, I was drinking a nice ice cold Kenwood during this the show. <laughs> I had a shower beer because I was – we didn't know what – so just for people – all this buildup. We had been scheduled to record at 3.15 today yeah. for a bit. And then everything happens. We're like, okay, I guess we're not going to just record at all. Yeah, we Schedule were, it indefinitely. Yeah, and then we're like, actually, yeah. we are going to record at 3.15. So I had to you know, rush, yeah, get no a shower, hop yeah, and get ready. Yeah. Got to go pick up dry clean for the – going to Florida next week. Haven't been on vacation. That's right. In, in two years, man. That's awesome, man. Not a big vacation, like flying. Not like that I go all yeah. over the place for like a true vacation. That's uh, But excited for that. And – We've got to get the dry clean and got, get my uh, Bryce Harper Hawaiian shirt, bring got it out it. in Epcot. That's you know what? Because you're gonna get so many high fives with that. Um, you gotta break that out in Epcot. You gotta you gotta break out your your Spidey t-shirts. And all yeah, that. I got my I got I got my Eternals t-shirt ready yeah, to wear. Eternals t-shirt ready. Like to Hollywood wear. Studios. It's gonna be a fun, fun, fun time, man. Uh, a buddy of mine and his wife and his son they go down every every year uh, nice. around this time. And um, they're leaving, I think, Tuesday. And they do the same thing. They do the more from the same flight. I'll wear my uh, friends with Zoe shirt. Yeah, <laughs> right. When you when you're on public, wear your friends with Zoe shirt. You never know who. You're <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome, man. It's really fun time. I, th- I think I think our Disney trip, our first Disney trip with the kids, is probably going to be next year. Nice. So we're, I'm, we're looking forward to it. I, I love this. I think it's a every every kid should be able to go to Disney. Yeah. Time. I went. I guess I was six or seven when I went. It was really special. Yeah, so like, it's a it's a fun time, man. You guys are gonna have a blast. Seeing Magic Kingdom during Christmas, I feel like it's gonna be unbelievable. Like that, that should be good vibes there. It's gonna be so. You know, I'm I'm sure you you already did this, but just find Tuesday night. Just find the and check the time zones down there too, so so you don't screw yourself. But yeah, when you guys get down there, just find the biggest and best Eagles Bar in Disney. <laughs> I've been uh I've been calling places the last couple of days. You know, say, you know, yeah. you don't you don't think I've been just going down there and asking the the concierge at the Margaritaville <laughs> Cottages Hotel. The uh, yeah, the, where to, the nineteen year old concierge. He's like, dude, I don't know, man. It's a bar down the street. I called three different like normal bars, just meaning uh, there's an Eagles bar in Orlando. Yeah, but it's like a forty minute ride, and okay, it's, yeah. it's going to be Ashley, my parents. I was like, I, I don't. I, if it was just me and Ashley, I would do it, but I don't want to like. Yeah. Do that with my parents and ask a lot of them. There's a Miller's Ale House that's a seven-minute drive from us. And obviously, that's not flashy. There's nothing really like, uh, oh, I'm in uh, the Tiki Bar at Margaritaville right now. But I did call them. And I was like, hey, we're out of town. Come to Disney for Christmas. Big Eagles fan Sunday. We're not going to the parks. You know, will you have – you know, can I come in and ask to put a certain game on a certain TV? And they're like, hey, if you come in at, like, 12, we should be able to put you wherever you want and do that. I was like, perfect. I'll, I'll, I'll just do that. Perfect. And or maybe that game's – I wouldn't mind if the game got moved to Monday. Though at this point, well, yeah. I obviously want that game to get moving Monday to help the Eagles. Help, but yeah. selfishly, uh, I would like I'd like to enjoy that day in Disney and not cool. spend uh, four hours in the Miller's Miller's yeah, house. Enjoy vacation, dude. yeah. Yeah, nothing like, selfish about that. Yeah, earlier early in the year, I was like, maybe they'll be out of it, and I might just skip the game and, and yeah. DVR it and watch them come back. But now I can't. So yeah. I got some Instagram captions ready. <laughs> yes. Got the uh, and the the Epcot one is uh, 
If you escape what I escaped, you'd be in Epcot Paris getting effed up too. <laughs> <laughs> just just wear like a, a Bryce Harper shirt and like a skin. My, I'm going to get my hair cut too. They get the skin fade, holding like a uh, souvenir Star Wars cup or something. Souvenir Star Wars and like a lightsaber and like that fashion. <laughs> That's perfect. That's exactly Got the perfect. Iron Man Iron Gauntlet uh, <laughs> on, my, on my wrist. That's fantastic. Yeah, I think that's a good way to wrap up. We were we were pretty peed off, peed yeah. off but uh, that was fun. We got a good for you. It was good event. It was good event. Yeah, yeah, that was a good event session. I think people enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. We we de- we definitely spoke for a lot of people today. Yeah. So if you're if you're upset, we're upset too. Hopefully, you can listen to this a little therapeutic. Enjoy your weekend. Maybe you have some stuff going on holiday-wise. If you yep. do, be safe, have fun, and hopefully uh, we'll talk next week. Maybe we'll rec- – see, now this messes up the recording schedule for next week because I'm planning – because I was thinking I'll record it for, from the bleachers Monday. We'll do odds and ends on Tuesday. Yeah. I'll go on a plane Wednesday. Now I don't, we might not be able to record it all. We might not be able to record it all. We'll take – obviously, like, like we do everything, we'll take it. We'll take it play by play. If you guys had to miss us for a week, don't worry. We'll still tweet out a nice little parlay for you. Um, but yeah, like Shane said, enjoy your holiday weekend, enjoy your holiday week, and we'll see you Tuesday night. Go birds. Roger Goodell, you're a clown. He should be forced <laughs> to go to the game on Sunday or Tuesday now. Sorry. Sorry. And sit up in the 200 level with the, with the crazies. That is the only, that's the only one. That's the only Mia Copa I would accept from him. Go he has to wear a cowboy starter jacket. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Keep bleeding green, everyone. <laughs>